Hey, I want to welcome you to uh, a Disciple Making Church a podcast, and we're so glad you're joining us uh, this month. My name is Ken Adams, and I'm the uh, uh, director of Impact Disciple Making Ministries, and also uh, the pastor at Cross Church Church in Noonan, Georgia. And uh, today, this is Ron Kanzler, and Ron Kanzler is also uh, part of uh, Crossroads Church and Impact Ministries, and he's usually hosting this podcast. <laughs> Uh, but today, uh, I'm going to kind of lead the way and field some questions to him. And uh, we're going to have a great discussion today about uh, really uh, how does the church uh, have a global impact? And, uh, you know, uh, lots of churches, Ron, are really uh, committed to that. And uh, hopefully some of the things that we share today, based on what we're doing here, yeah. uh, can help uh, some of these other churches. So uh, if you will, just uh, share this with some other people. Uh, like it, if you will, just so we can get the uh, the word out. Maybe uh, some of what we we're able to talk about would really help other churches uh, really get a vision and maybe some practical ideas for how to make a difference around the globe. And uh, that's really what Jesus told us to do, isn't it, Ron? Amen. Yeah. Amen. So uh, good to be here. Uh, so anyway, um, you know, Jesus said in Acts one eight, mm-hmm. He said, "I want you to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, mm-hmm. in Judea, Samaria, Samaria, and the." Uttermost parts of the earth. Yeah, and the uttermost parts are the ends of the earth. Ends right? of the earth. That's Depends right. on your translation. That's right. Right. So, um, so what? You know, here you are. You lead uh, the global focus for uh, global impact for Crossroads. What does that look like for us? How how are we yeah. uh, trying to uh, really make it to the ends of the earth? What does that look like? Yeah, that's a great question, and uh, glad you guys are joining us. Um, so when it comes to uh, global, you know, sometimes we're always thinking it, it starts way over on the other side of the mm-hmm. world, uh, but we're all on the globe, right? And so if it, 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 as always, Ken, it always goes back to Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. How did Jesus do it? How did mm-hmm. he set up his church to be successful? Uh, and so it's no different for our church. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to be and build disciples. And so here's what I would say is it first and foremost starts right here at the local church that mm-hmm. when you are being and building fully trained disciples who really begin to understand what it means to have the character and the conduct of Christ, mm-hmm. to understand that the target is to make fully trained disciples of not just people here, but ultimately to live out the words of Christ to go to the ends of the earth. Mm-hmm. Well, to find those people, it starts right at home. And so, you know, you're training your people to have a global vision because Let's be honest, Ken, it, it can be real easy to get inwardly focused as a church. Mm-hmm. So praise mm-hmm. God, our church, thank goodness under your leadership mm-hmm. and uh, and the leadership of our church has developed a, 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 a habit or the character of, of actually wanting to reach the world. And so I would say, Ken, the first thing is that um, the people who are going to go on these trips starts with developing them right here at mm-hmm. home. So it's, mm-hmm. so it's so key to have a disciple making church because that's going to develop and uh, and the the future missionaries the future Mm. people who go on short-term trips Mm. um and and it also shapes really your philosophy of ministry of of what does it mean to reach the ends of the earth Mm. you know for a lot of churches ken uh they truly believe that it's all about that short-term mission trip Mm. like let's just find a place to go and we'll uh you know maybe they there's a number of reasons you might pick one right like it's interesting to me or it's a fun place to go good or food. good food or, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, nothing necessarily that wrong with that, but I don't think that's the way Jesus intended yeah. it. Um, when you look at the, what he did 
and ultimately what his disciples did. Because Jesus himself relatively stayed close. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In fact, I, I, I was going to say, I, I love the... I love the way you frame that up mm. about starting it with Jesus because right. that's what happens. And and so if you play that out and think through that, so Jesus never, ever really traveled mm. more than 100 miles right. from where he was born. And yet his influence has clearly gone a long way because we're 3,000 plus miles away right. and we're sitting here talking about it. That's exactly right. And so if, uh, if, you, if you look at what Jesus did, he did that by raising up his disciples that eventually made more disciples yep. and made more disciples. So one of the things that we say here is one of our focuses yep. is that we are trying to um, uh, to start uh, multiplying movements around the globe. Right. And so explain that a little bit. What does that mean exactly? Yeah, so you know, just what you said is a great point, that Jesus lived and ministered in a distinct area but he always had a global vision mm-hmm. like Matthew 28 says what to go into all the world yeah and to make fully trained disciples um, and so he developed in the context of a small group mm-hmm. and transferring his passion his knowledge developing the right heart in his future church so that they then would develop and become a movement of multiplying disciples mm. and so for us today nothing has changed Ken. Yeah. like the, it's the same strategy that yeah. We, we develop people at home so that we can send them yeah. out into the mission field. For some people, that might be Montana. For some people, it might be Montenegro. For mm-hmm. some people, it might be Mongolia. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we would say it like this, that um, our goal is to uh, see movements of multiplying disciples developed around the world. So, Ken, what that looks like is, is that uh, if you look at the model in the New Testament, mm-hmm. even as Paul was sent out by the church, Paul would then go to a specific place that God had shown him to go. Hmm. He would find that key leader or leaders, and he would pour into them. And, you know, we read in uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2, he, he lays out for Timothy that, yeah. you know, this is how it's supposed to work, that what I've taught you, you teach other reliable men, that they might teach uh, others as well. And so uh, we do the same thing here at Crossroads is that we, hmm. we do have short-term mission trips. Right but they always have a long-term result in mind. There's always a goal to train up that future leader. Mm -hmm. Um, And and Ken, we talk about this often here that, you know, whether it be the United States and we wanna have six key regions in the United States Mm -hmm. of disciple making, Mm -hmm. and we wanna see a disciple making movement um, on every continent and many times in different Mm -hmm. regions of the world. Um, We realize that uh, all that's gonna work together. Those short-term trips Mm -hmm. are gonna build those relationships those relationships are going to lead to helping find that disciple-making leader. And then we just take the target and the strategy and everything that Jesus taught us. Mm-hmm. We poured into that, um, that region, that church, that leader, and then we set them free mm-hmm. to become a disciple-making movement. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, we, our goal is, is that we don't want to have to keep coming back year after year. Right. We just want to figure out how do we move around the world identifying where God is working yeah and joining him there yeah really in a lot of ways it's just like planting planting seeds yeah and then hoping that those seeds will continue to grow and multiply to more absolutely to more you know fruit right yeah yeah so you know I know we've we've had uh, over the last 34 years we've had opportunities to have some uh, some influence in Brazil we've had influence in um, India we've had influence in um, um, 
uh, Cambodia, uh, several different places, mm-hmm. Kosovo, uh, Albania, a lot of different places. But uh, talk to us about a couple of those and sure. tell us uh, kind of how how everything we're talking about actually fleshes out in a real life example. Yeah, so so real life, um, the way this works, it always works in relationship, Ken. Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, you know, as we, we just look and ask God, where are you working? Like, where do we see you active? Mm-hmm. Where, where do we have a relationship that we've already built? Or where might we, uh, you open up an opportunity to have that relationship? And so uh, when that happens, then we begin to do one of two things. We either come alongside them, mm-hmm. pastors, and do training to try to help develop that disciple-making church there, or many times we'll send a short-term trip, for example, English. Mm. It's just a tool that we use, but English is a great, um, it it attracts a lot of people. Teaching English. Teaching English, that's Mm. right, teaching English. So uh, we do a conversational English course where, uh, you know, we we help them practice what what they've already learned. But what we're really doing is we're coming alongside a local church in that country, Mm. developing a relationship with that pastor, helping them have an evangelistic outreach. And we see, Ken, we will see some fruit. We'll see sometimes as many as 200 people come to faith in Christ. <clears throat> we connect them to the local church, but then we come along on the backside and we help that church have uh, some understanding of how to make fully trained disciples. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the long-term goal is is that we'll eventually identify uh, a pastor in that uh, area. So a good example would be... Um, we think about uh, the country of Montenegro. Mm -hmm. So through one of our ministry partners, we went and actually trained in Serbia. Mm. So we went there and taught over 100 pastors how to become a disciple-making church, Mm disciple-making pastor. Uh, At that conference, I met four or five guys Mm -hmm. who I could tell they really got it. And so what came out of that was a young man by the name of Vukashin. Mm -hmm. So Vukashin lived in the neighboring country of uh, Montenegro. And so through that relationship, we established a short-term English teaching trip. But what came out of that was, is people came to faith in Christ, but then we were able to plant a disciple-making church mm-hmm. because we were able to train Bukashin, uh to, to plant a church that made fully trained disciples. And so now we've got this ongoing short-term trip, but the long-term results are is that Bukashin now is being trained. And here's the cool thing, is that now Vukashin is now actually going out and teaching other pastors in that area mm. about what it means to be a fully trained disciple. Mm. And so you see how it all works together. Um, in Cambodia, once again, through a ministry partner, we developed a relationship with New Life Church. Uh, we went in and trained pastors. We did an English short-term trip to teach English. Mm. Uh, that solidified the relationship. People came to Christ. Um, and, but what's come out of that long term is we've got 58 church planters that are being trained in the Cambodian Crossroads Church Planting Network. And all of that mm. came out mm. of a relationship and <clears throat> how it all worked together. Yeah, yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. That's really good. So, you know, I, I'm sitting here and, and you know, just uh, loving everything you're talking about. And I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking about the fact that a lot of our, our listeners are, mm. you know, maybe in... Uh, smaller churches maybe don't right. have a lot of resources and they're trying sure. to figure out how, how do we get started in yeah. this and you know i was just thinking about how i remember i remember uh several years ago uh we had uh, as you said relationally we had connected with a, a ministry that was actually going to brazil mm. and they were 
doing construction projects. They were actually building right. church buildings, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, which was a great way to get some of the uh, folks in our church uh, in the mission field, having a short-term experience. Right. They could go in in a week and build a church. And after we did that for a few years, God just really put on my heart, let's do more than build buildings. Mm. Let's build people. Yeah. And let's build a, a sustainable church there, right? Right. And so... Uh, as a result of that, we started looking for that person, that mm. man of peace. It's so you will. important. Yeah, we started looking for that person. Yep. And one of our interpreters there was a seminary student, and uh, we got connected with him, and we made a, a, a really a, a very small investment yeah. in him, which went a long way yeah. in that country in Brazil. And he ended up helping to plant um, our very first church in Brazil, that ended up planting a second church in Brazil and mm. then even a third mission site at one point yeah. uh, in Brazil. And then we've been able to go back over the years and help uh, strengthen them, yeah. which as you think about that, that really sounds a lot like the biblical model mm. that Paul would go right. plant churches mm-hmm. because that that is the biblical model right. of planting missions by planting churches. Right. And then planning disciple-making churches hmm. and then going back and following them up. Yeah. Um, you know, we had a, uh, an opportunity to go and do some training in India. And uh, one of my translators was a guy named Samuel. Mm-hmm. And we've been able to connect with Samuel. And now, yeah. well, t- well, tell us a little bit about what Samuel's doing. Man. Yeah, so just just, in am- India. just amazing. So it really is. I mean, you, you hear this story and you think only God could do this, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Ken goes uh, along with a guy named Paul Smith and some others and they make this connection and there were a number of, of, of Indian pastors there but there was this one uh, named Samuel along with another guy but Samuel um, really got it I mean like it really grabbed his heart um, but it was years before um, he reached back out mm-hmm. and at that time you know I, I became part of the picture along with Paul and and so fast forward the tape a little bit and so Samuel now is is part of impact. Yeah. And what Samuel has done in a nation that is very much uh, anti-Christian, mm-hmm. um, there's persecution and pastors being in, thrown in prison and churches being burned. Um, but you know what? You know what, Ken? You know where that persecution God yeah. God shows him yeah. he's bigger. Yeah. And so um, in the last three years, Samuel has been able to. Um, start 90 impact groups so you're not familiar that's a disciple making group Mm -hmm. and uh he's trained up 90 leaders wow and he's in eight states wow and it's just growing like wildfire um he started a a farm that Mm -hmm. now sustains some of those guys 10 pastors and so uh just uh just amazing story yeah 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 so uh, you know that's a great example of what it means to say that we are trying to uh, start disciple-making movements around mm-hmm. the world, movements of multiplication. That's right. uh, because we've now, again, had a relationship, found out where God was at work, mm-hmm. partnered with him, yep. did some training, raised them up, yep. but then we've turned him loose. That's right. right. And now Samuel is carrying out the work of multiplying disciples really across the country of India and... Uh, we 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 went back a um, a few about a month ago a, a year ago a few months ago yeah. and um, uh, poured into them and met with some 
But he's really leading the charge there, isn't he? So, Ken, he's actually doing it right now as we speak. Oh, wow. He is leading a disciple-making church training. He and his wife, Priti, mm-hmm. are uh, are leading this. Mm-hmm. And um, it's uh, it's an amazing thing to see. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, on the heels of that, we actually just had the opportunity back in uh, June. Uh, we were able to do a trip to... Uh, uh, to Africa, mm-hmm. and uh, we were able to go to Zambia and to be able to see, again, God raised up a person, uh, a guy named Weston, right. who uh, we were able to, uh, uh, because of a relationship in our church, we had a connection with him, and right. uh, we were able to go in and help pour into some pastors there, and even since then, Weston has already started to mm. train other yeah. churches, and so, you know, it's really, um, man, it's just not all that complicated, mm-hmm. is it? It's not. Yeah. It's not. You know, I would say, you know, maybe you're watching this and like Ken said, you're a, a smaller church and, and maybe as a pastor, you have a heart for uh, seeing your church reach outside its walls even further than your community to global. Um, and I would just encourage you to uh, to not let that fire go out, uh, not be discouraged, but um, it really starts with that impact group or that disciple making mm-hmm. group. And you just continually cast that vision that God has called us to the ends of the earth, um, I would encourage you to to actually live that out. Mm-hmm. And even if you as the pastor are the only one who go, mm-hmm. you go and, and be a part of a trip somewhere. And I will tell you that, um, you know, your local association will have some trips you can do, but yeah. even if we can help in any way, find a place for you to get connected, yeah, um, we'd be glad to do that. But here's what I will tell you is that, um, I know from experience as being a, a lead pastor is that when I took people to the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. When they came back, they were my best givers, <laughs> my best servers. Uh, you know, they were the ones who became the most faithful. Wow. And it, it did something to their hearts and yeah. it really showed that God is working everywhere. It changes you. It man. changes you. Yeah, that's really great, does. man. So good. So um so, you know, if if you, I guess I guess I want to give people something as we as we wrap up here maybe uh, one or two key principles based on what we've shared that they could really, you know, hang their hat on and say, um, based on this, if I want to start a global strategy, a global disciple-making strategy, uh, what would you say, man? Just one or two nuggets that would wrap it up for people. So I think this one's probably obvious, and, you know, maybe you think, well, you know, you're going to go there, but I, I think prayer is where you start, right? Uh-huh. I think you just, you know, seek God and say, God, if this is your plan, if this is what you've called us to do, then you're going to, you're going to make it obvious what we should join. And I truly, I'm telling you, it, it's so much better when you say, God, where are you working? Mm. Where can we join you? You know, so just start praying about that. You, you never know where that's going to come, but here's what I will tell you is that it will most often come out of relationship. Mm. And so, um, you know, who are the people you know that uh, you might, as you pray, they might, you know, give you an obvious connection uh, to that. But here's what I'll also say is, is that, um, you know, the world is at our doorstep. Yeah, so absolutely. you can absolutely find a way to connect with people globally, uh, mm-hmm. even in your own hometown. Yeah. So maybe yeah. you even just start, start there. But uh, once again, I think it just starts with, as a, as a pastor leader, casting that vision and actually uh, living it out personally. Yeah. That's great, yeah. Ron. Very good. So just to remind everybody, so what, what we try to do at Impact Ministries mm-hmm. is that we try to come alongside churches and pastors and help them learn what it means to be disciple-making pastors uh, leading disciple-making churches. Mm-hmm. And so we do, uh, uh, we do consulting. 
uh, you contact us. We can come in. Uh, we can walk you through a process to help you have a plan to start mm-hmm. making disciples in your church right. that will eventually lead to being able to, to go to the ends of the earth, right? That's right. You start in your Jerusalem and you eventually get to the ends of the earth. Yep. So uh, we're, we're really uh, willing to come alongside churches. Contact us if you want somebody to come in and do a consultation. We provide resources. We've got uh, disciple-making resources and curriculum, and we've got some mm. additional resources to go along with that. Yep. Go to our website, impactdisciples.com. You can see a lot of what we have developed over the years, and we'll be happy. We have some translations coming up too, don't we? We, we do. We have a, trans, a Japanese translation. Japanese translation of Impact, which is our material at, at uh, disciple-making material. We have it in Serbian. We have it in Spanish. Uh, we have it in Portuguese. Um, and Albanian, if you're an yeah, Albanians out yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah. It's cr- and uh, and Khmer also for uh, Cambodia. It's in oh, Khmer. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So we have uh, s- really are developing some different uh, resources. And uh, actually, did you you didn't even say we have it in uh, Tonga? In Tonga? Yeah. And in Telugu. That's true. Right. That's true. So. so it's, we don't even know how it just many translations. <laughs> Yep, so, so it, it is yeah. growing. Yeah, and so uh, so anyway, we have resources. We have uh, uh, consulting and training. Uh, we'd love to come to your church, do a disciple-making church seminar, or even you can do one of our online equipping groups for a pastor. So any way we can serve yep. you, any way we can help you, we are really passionate about uh, championing the Great Commandment and the Great Commission with a great commitment. And so uh, thanks for joining us. We're so glad you're here. Um, we... Uh, Again, we'd love for you to share it, like it, and uh, let us know how we can help you. So God bless you. Keep making disciples. We'll see you again next month.